Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's Four Weeks to Wellness Lifestyle Launch. It's finally time to stop searching for solutions to get healthy and lose weight because a lifestyle launch is truly the last advice you'll ever need. You start your journey with a week of pre-challenge education and then dive into four weeks of detoxing your body with clean eating and eliminating foods that don't serve you. This pushes the reset button on your body so it's primed for incredible results. And then throughout the month, you will also learn the simple yet life-changing nutritional concepts that will shift everything you think you know about nutrition. And throughout your whole experience, you'll be supported, coached, and cared for with your own personal coach. Our team of coaches are just like you. They struggled and found this as the only solution that has worked for the long term. And they want to help you succeed too. Likely be eating more than you ever did before, balancing the right nutrients at the right frequency to turn your body into a fat-burning machine with boosted metabolism, balanced blood sugar, increased energy, better sleep, reduced inflammation, improved gut health, less anxiety, and clearer skin, all in a solution that results in long-term success. The program isn't always open, so be sure to check out 4w2w.com for more info and when another group is launching. Hey everyone, Carrie here. I am so excited to connect with you guys, my diet disruptors on today's episode. So if you are tuning in live with me, please say hello in the comments. I would love to know who's here every single week. I connect with our diet disruptors. Diet disruptors are those who know that dieting is never going to be the answer. And even if you aren't quite yet a diet disruptor, I know you know that dieting is not serving you. And so I'm excited to connect with you every single week. So I am live. I am, we are in our YouTube channel, in our Facebook business page, Disruptive Nutrition. We are in our free Facebook group, Diet Disruptor Squad. If you are not in that group, make sure you go and join that. We are also streaming in our podcast. So, so many ways for you guys to tune in. Hello, hello. You know, I recently had somebody on a call 
fill out their call application uh, because we we do want to know about you before we jump on a call and chat with you about your needs and come up with a plan for you. We always say, regardless of where you are in your journey, there's a place for you here at Disruptive Nutrition. We just want to know more about you. We're all about relationships. And so I remember reading the survey the other day and the person, the woman said she has dieted her way to uh, diabetes and to weighing over 250 pounds. And I thought that was so interesting when she said she dieted her way to a disease. I, I mean, what does that say about the diet, right? And, and I don't care if you've done, um, if you think you've tried all the diets, right? They're all actually the same. They all require deprivation. They all require you actually to fight your body instead of working with it. And today on our episode that we're going we're gonna to dig into, actually assessing where you are, what your body is telling you, and if you're actually at risk for metabolic disease. And so you may be sitting here and saying, you know, I just can use a few, lose a few pounds, but overall I'm pretty healthy. Or maybe, you know, that there is some blood work that has come back and you're like, oh, that's scary. Well, here's the thing. What we don't realize is that most of the doctors that you're going to see have less than 10 hours of nutritional training, but yet food has the power to actually heal. It can be poison and it can be medicine. And it's not even about changing that much of what you're doing. A lot of women will come to me and say, I'm eating healthy, but I can't seem to lose the weight. Well, first of all, it's really important to recognize that weight gain is a symptom of health and hormones. It's not just like, oh, I'm getting older and I'm gaining weight or nothing's really working. I need to find another diet. Your body has been talking to you for years. Even if you've lost weight on a diet before, if you deprived yourself, I promise you, you weren't actually working with your body. So many women will say to me, I know I need to be X amount of weight because that's where I felt my best. But very often, because we use the scale as a measure of progress, we are so happy that we are a certain number that we ignore certain signs that our body's actually not as healthy as it should be. I know a lot of skinny, unhealthy people. And if you do too, put a one in the comments. If you know people who are thin, but clearly unhealthy, our goal at Disruptive Nutrition is to teach you how you get to your optimal health, because when you do, you'll get to your optimal weight. But it's so important because when we are actually healthy, we can live our best life. We can do all the things. We put ourselves at such less risk for metabolic disease. And understand that right now, nine out of 10 deaths are due to a metabolic disease. And what people will not tell you, what the diet industry will not tell you, is that the root cause of all metabolic disease is a lack of stable blood sugar. Proactively, a few weeks ago, we had Joanna on our show. Joanna is a diabetic educator and she has been for more than 20 years. She was always taught that your blood sugar just balances itself. Well, it does. Your body will balance its blood sugar in one of two ways, either through food or on its own. It's much less efficient to do it 
on its own. And, and if you love food, like I do, wouldn't you want to be able to fuel yourself and eat and get yourself really healthy? I mean, it's a no brainer, but here's the thing. I don't, I'll talk to women all the time and I get urgent for them. I see the signs that are actually pointing in the direction of metabolic disease. I see the signs that are pointing in the direction of continual weight gain and eventual loss of mobility, eventual loss of quality of life, eventual death. I can see it just in small little things that they're saying. And sometimes they blow it off like, oh yeah, I mean, I have no energy at night, right? Or yeah, no, I wake up a few times in the middle of the night or um, yeah, I have a lot of bone and um, joint pain or yeah, I'm, I'm creeping up, you know, gaining weight a little bit more here and there. Even when we talk about um, depression or anxiety, things like that are all signs that our body is telling us something. When women will say to me, oh, I have such a sweet tooth, put in the comments, sweet tooth, if you're somebody that has a sweet tooth. And a lot of you think that is just your lack of willpower, right? And that there's really nothing that you can do to overcome it. Well, believe it or not, your body, again, is talking to you. It's giving you signs to say, hey, hold on, you are at risk. So when I talk to women and I see these little signs, when my coaches talk to women, I mean, we talk to women every single day, many of you, and we hear you and you don't realize exactly what your body is saying. And in fact, you're kind of ghosting it. <laughs> so ghosting. Oh my goodness. I literally just learned what that word meant just, I guess, before the pandemic hit. Believe it or not, I had no idea that that was even a word or a thing. Well, I've been married for almost 22 years. And so the dating thing with when you text messaged wasn't actually a thing. The only, uh, we, we called, right? We called people um, and we used the beeper. I remember my husband and I had a little um, message sim- signal that was one, four, three. That meant I love you. That was, that was the extent of our communication. Ghosting might've been like, they didn't call me back, but I I had just never heard that term before until I was talking to a friend who wasn't married and she was younger than me and she was dating and, and she had gotten kind of serious with a guy and they, she even got his key to his apartment. Okay. And so it was like going really well. And, and I, I was out for lunch. I was in New York city with her and then another friend. They were both younger than me. And it was like, they were talking the same language and I'm sitting there like waiting for the punchline of the story. And my friend Katie was looking at Kia and it was like, she almost knew what was going to happen because he ended up ghosting her and they had all this communication. She even had a key for his apartment. And then eventually one day he was like, I'm done and just stopped communicating with her. And Katie was just looking at Kia like, oh my gosh, he ghosted you and like, it was a thing. I was like, hold, hold on a second, y'all. What does ghosting mean? And I had to learn. It means when you just ignore the communication that is coming at you. And it's now a verb. It's actually a word. Tell me in the comments, if you've never heard of ghosting before, tell me like if you're, I mean, I'm closer to 50 than I am to, you know, the ghosting kind of era. 
Uh, so I guess that's why I didn't know. I don't know. Am I the only one that didn't know that? Just tell me uh, because anyway, I have since used that word a lot. It's like part of my vocabulary about ghosting. I'll even say it to my daughter. Are you ghosting me? <laughs> They're like, mom, you don't even know how to use that word. So here's the thing. You're ghosting your body. I know you're ghosting your body because I hear it from women every single day that your body is telling you things. It's talking to you. It's trying to communicate and you're not responding. You're literally ignoring it. A lot of times you think, oh, this is just the way it needs to be. Now, I will tell you that when we work with our clients, when we talk about how we fuel our body correctly, we talk about eating healthy and correct, a balance of the two, eating healthy, whole, unprocessed foods as much as possible, but also balancing our blood sugar. Those are the two pieces of the puzzle that we know have to happen. But so many women do not see the urgency. And when you are having some signals, that is your body screaming, hey, I'm here, don't ghost me. Because unlike a relationship where you can, I guess, just move on and find somebody else, you can't move on from your own body. And the more and more you ghost your body, the less and less it's going to be able to protect you, the less and less it's going to be able to pursue you and love on you. It's going to have to do things to your body that actually are going to put you more and more at risk. And by the time it really starts screaming at you, because again, what you'll do when someone goes to you is you'll just go move on, right? Your body will not. It will not move on. It will keep going for you, but it will have to keep adjusting. It's like a GPS. It's like recalculating, recalculating. And if you keep going off course, it's really going to have a hard time getting you back on. And that is what is happening. And I don't know that all of you are recognizing the signs. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to have you kind of go through a checklist. So I want you to have a notebook out, a piece of paper, get your notes on your phone. While you're listening, I want you to write down. Now, if you have to listen and then go back and listen again, that is fine. But these, these kind of guidelines that I'm going to give you are real important for you. So I'm going to give you kind of three different ways to be looking at your body and the signals, the text messages, quote unquote, that it's been sending you. And if you've been ignoring it. Now, if it, this first kind of little um, checklist that I'm going to give you, if you say yes to any of these things, I'm going to tell you that you absolutely are at risk for obesity and or diabetes. We can, Dr. Mark Hyman actually calls it diabetes. One out of two people right now are pre-diabetic. When you are diabetic, not only is everything being thrown off in your body, but it's a jumpstart to so many other metabolic diseases, as well as an 80% chance of dementia. My grandmother died of Alzheimer's. And I think all the time about how genetic that is and how I so badly want to do everything in my power to be able to live and eventually die an old woman in my sleep. I don't want to die in the way that my grandmother did. I don't want to die in the way that Peter's grandmother did with diabetes earlier than she should have. So many of you are actually at risk and if you keep doing the same thing you've been doing and expecting different results, I have news for you. It's not going to work. 
But the first piece, the things that we talk about with our clients right now is awareness. Once you have an awareness, you can start to do. But if you just kind of knock these things off as, oh, it's just because I'm busy. Oh, it's just because I'm not like um, totally on track yet. And it will be okay. When life gets, life comes down, I'll be able to. Life is never going to calm down. There's no perfect time except right now to get a hold of your health because how fast does six months go by? I want you to think about six months ago, where you were, how fast it's gone by and have you actually really made any progress? In, in, in reality, if I had done these checklists with you six months ago, I guarantee you have more yeses now. Okay. All right. So here's, and again, I am telling you, if you have any yeses on this, this all, this comes from Dr. Mark Hyman. And so it's not something I made up. Dr. Mark Hyman is a functional medical practitioner who teaches people as well around the importance of blood sugar stabilization and, and how we have to be proactive about it. Now, if you are answering yes to any of these, you are at risk and it is time today to start to do something not tomorrow, not next week. It is time to take action today. You can always make more money. You can never make more time. I'm going to say that again. You can always make more money. You can never make more time. You cannot get the time back. And the longer and longer you wait, the more and more at risk you put your body. This is so much more than just the weight on the scale. Okay. All right. So do you have a family history of diabetes, heart disease, or obesity? Yes or no? Right there. If that is a yes, you have to do something about it. I am urgent for these women and I cannot be more urgent for you than you are for yourself, okay? Uh, do you have extra belly fat, okay? So I want you to think about the fat that's around your belly. That is a huge indicator of your risk of metabolic disease, okay? So um, a waist circumference, and this is real general, but a waist circumference more than 35 inches for women or more than 40 inches for men is a criteria that you can look at. But what I'd really rather you do is kind of take a look at your own body, right? And the relation, the, the kind of circumference and that proportion, okay? Because that is a huge indicator of the inflammation of your digestive issues, of um, circulation, of a variety of things that are leading you down a path. It's a math equation, one plus one equals two. Yes to any of these equals you going down a certain road. Do you have sugar or cravings for carbs? And carbs meaning like refined carbs, like breads, right? Those kinds of things, chips. If you have a sugar craving, that is a sign. Do you have trouble losing weight on any of these diets now? where it may be you were able to lose weight in the beginning when you were younger, but you're having a harder and harder time losing weight. Those are signs about your body. Now, um, I will say all day long, none of us should be dieting, but you know that when you dieted in the beginning, it was easier. It is because your system continues to shut itself down, making it harder and harder to lose weight in some of those kind of quick weight loss diety kinds of ways. Your body's actually getting unhealthier and unhealthier with every diet, okay? Has your doctor told you that your blood sugar is a little high? Like maybe more than 100 um, milligrams per deciliter? Um, or have you actually been diagnosed with insulin resistance, prediabetes or diabetes? I mean, those are huge signs right there. And again, kind of some of that stuff at the top 
uh, if you wait any longer, you're going to start to say yes to some of these other things that are coming down at the bottom of this. Okay. Do you have high levels of triglycerides? like over a hundred milligrams per deciliter or a low HDL, which is the good cholesterol, like under 50. Okay. Do you have heart disease? Do you have high blood pressure? Are you inactive? Less than 30 minutes of exercise four times a week. I know a lot of you think I, I have an exercise. I don't have time now. I will say you cannot exercise a bad food plan. You cannot just go and eat whatever you want, exercise and think that, oh, I'm good. No, that's not going to work. But if you are set it, if you are like literally sitting and not moving, that is a huge indicator that you are at risk. Have you had gestational diabetes? Because I've actually talked to a lot of women that had gestational diabetes and then they have their child and boom, diabetes is gone. But just having that puts you at risk. Okay. Here's another one that a lot of people do not think of as your body talking to you, but you are ghosting it. If you do not recognize this as a sign, are you ready? Do you suffer from infertility, low sex drive or sexual dysfunction? Believe it or not, those are signs around what your body is needing from you. I had infertility issues for years and years and years. It took us almost six years before we were able to conceive. And eventually it was through IVF. I look back on my life and I absolutely know with 100% certainty what a mess I was nutritionally. It's not, it wasn't until I became almost 40 that I actually did something about it because I didn't recognize the signs. No doctor was working with me on my health when it came to infertility. I was just working on getting as many eggs in my body as I could and going through in vitro. That was the solution. Nobody talked to me about the fact that my cycle was 40 days. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't uh, like even factor into the conversation at all. And yet I know now that that was huge. And now I am actually at 47 suffering from a lot of menopause not suffering. I am diagnosed with menopause and I don't have any symptoms really other than uh, a few basic ones. Um, and my doctor has said emphatically that because I take on a nutritional approach around blood sugar stabilization, he is sure that that is why I'm not seeing all the symptoms that I should be seeing at the age that I am at the level that I'm at when it comes to menopause. And we do think that there was a, a ton related to the amount of fertility drugs that I was given back then. So think about that. Okay. So that is your first level of checklist. Those are your first indicators. If you have yes to any of those, please plan to get in a call with us. We are here. We open our calendar up a few times a year and we will talk to you. There's no pressure. We will talk up to you about your story and come up with a plan for you. We do this with every woman in, in every kind of walk of life, regardless of where you are. We have a plan that we can work with you on. All right. So I also want you to start thinking about a few other pieces because this has to do with toxicity. The first one had to do with your risk for all those metabolic diseases. Now, these are all interrelated, but toxicity in your system is huge. I, I, I got I to ask y'all where you think toxins are stored in your body. 
put it in the chat, put it in the comments if you if you think you know. Where do you think your body stores the toxins? Now, if we're eating any processed food, if we're eating food that is not clean, whole, unprocessed, which all of us are, let's be honest, it's got toxins in it. If we're breathing the air, like there's toxins all around us, right? Our body has to store it somewhere because if it didn't, it would be like poison in our body. So I want to see where people think it is. It's actually in our... It, in our inflammatory fat. So the fat that is actually causing us to be unhealthy, because there's a certain amount of fat in our body that we need, structural fat, the fat within our muscles, all of that, we need that. It is that inflammatory fat that actually is produced as an effort to protect us when we are dieting, when we are spiking our blood sugar, when we are on that roller coaster, when we have toxins introduced into our body. We then will produce those fat cells. The inflammatory fat is what you want to get rid of. And very often, if you are not finding ways to release those toxins, I don't care what diet you are on, you will never be able to get healthy and lose the weight in the way that you want. You will always have inflammatory fat. So we need to be honest about that. And there are a few different kind of signs that the toxicity is an issue in your body, okay? So um, our gut is our, is our second brain. Our, everything happens from our gut. If you do not have a healthy gut, nothing else in your body will be healthy. You will not be able to lose the weight. You will not be able to get to your goals, okay? So if you have things like any nausea on a regular basis or even vomiting, diarrhea or constipation, those are signs. Don't ghost your body, right? Feeling bloated. How about this? Either like burping a lot or passing gas a lot. Now, there are times that we pass gas when we are really detoxing our body. Uh, but when we know we're not serving our body, those are some uh, symptoms. Heartburn, stomach pain, okay? How about other pieces that are like, you probably don't even think about? Our ears, whether if you get ear infections, if they're itchy, if you get drainage or ringing in your ears, your eyes are itchy or watery, you may think it's just allergies, but it could also be a sign of toxicity depending on how severe that is. Do you get swollen or sticky eyelids or bags or dark circles under your eyes, okay? Do you have fatigue, sluggishness, um, a feeling of apathy, or sometimes hyperactivity, and then it kind of go, ebbs and flows. Um, restlessness, sleep issues. Do you have mood swings? Anxiety, fear or nervousness, anger, irritability, depression, regular headaches, or kind of like brain fog, insomnia, not being able to sleep well. Let's talk about your muscles and your joints. If you have pain in your joints, if you have stiffness or limitation of movement, these are signs that you have buildup in areas that are not serving you. Skin, I know this was so true for me. Acne, hives, do you have hair loss? Um, excessive sweating even, okay? Now sweating is super important really, really important. We just had a guest coach on in our coach on in our membership group who did a whole series on just the importance of sweating. Okay. But there's this point where it's like sweating excessively. And I'm not talking about just hot flashes around menopause. However, when you are getting kind of um, your body into a better place in the way that we teach, those get often help too. Are you talking about when we talk about brain fog, memory issues, sometimes 
uh, poor concentration, confusion. These are signs that your body is talking to you and you might be ghosting it. Are you craving certain foods, have excessive weight gain or weight gain very, very recently? Um, difficulty breathing, congestion, coughing, chronic coughing. Are you getting sick a lot? Lots of colds, things like that. Like, I can't tell you, honestly, other than a very small bout with COVID that I barely even knew I had the last time I was sick. That says a lot about not only your overall health, but about the toxicity that's in your body. Okay. So those are real canker source actually is another one that I forgot to mention. That's really important on the list. Any of those yeses, stop ghosting your body. Okay. All right. And we're going to do one more here that really will <clears throat> kind of identify if you are addicted to food. Now, a lot of you will say, oh, I'm addicted to food and you blow it off. If you are, that is a sign of your health because your body doesn't innately want to crave things that are not good for it. But because of the sugar, um, I will say pandemic, but the sugar pandemic that we have, we're actually studying a book in our, in our membership group called uh, Salt, Sugar, Fat by Michael Moss. And we know that without even our realization that so much sugar has been placed into regular foods like ketchup, for example, bread, that we have actually kind of been poisoned into a food addiction. It is not your fault. But when you aren't aware, then you just continue to do like it's just normal. It's not okay and it's not normal. And I will tell you that when I went away um, uh, recently to England with my family, it was so funny. Like there was this whole, you know, England is, you know, Europe in general, pastries and all that kind of stuff and uh, croissants and all that. And it was like, believe it or not, I... I, I, your, your body changes and what it wants, your body changes and what it really feels like it craves and needs. And I, I kind of wrote down some thoughts as I was there because I was so like, oh my gosh, like our, our, our body has actually been hijacked to want and crave things that it isn't going to serve it. And it isn't actually natural to us. Um, it sends messages to our brain about what we want. And we've almost lost Michael, um, sorry, Mark Hyman often talks about our nutritional wisdom. We've actually lost that because of this infusion of these fat, salt, sugar, and fat into our foods. But I actually have changed my innate biology into kind of craving the things that are going to serve my body. That's actually what I want. When I looked at that, that pantry, uh, pantry, that, that pastry shop, I didn't even want it. And so many of my clients say that all the time. If that's you, if you're one of our clients and you're watching or listening, then put that down. If, if that's one of the, a big realization that you had, that it wasn't even like you wanted it anymore. Okay, so let's, let's go down this kind of checklist if you are actually addicted to food. If you are, massive signs that your body is telling you that you need to do something about it, okay? So are you eating foods, even if you're not hungry, because of cravings? You have these cravings and you're just kind of eating food, right? Do you worry that you have to like cut down on certain foods? Like it's an, a worry that you have. Do you feel sluggish or even tired after eating, especially if you overeat? Okay. Do you kind of have health issues that you know will require you to probably change some of your habits? 
but you keep doing it despite that. If you have spent some a lot of time dealing with negative feelings around what you've been eating, overeating, that kind of thing, instead of kind of living healthy lifestyles or spending time with friends or family, like you're spending more time dealing with kind of your negative compulsions versus time with friends or family, that is a red flag, okay? If you cut out certain foods, you have anxiety or withdrawal systems. That is a big, big red flag that you have addictions that we need to take care of. But also when you are trying to do it on your own, it's almost impossible. But we have been able to do it with all of the women that we work with because of the way in which we go about doing it. But the first part is to recognize that those withdrawal systems, those withdrawal symptoms are a huge sign of an addiction to food. One plus one equals two, you guys, it is a math equation. Again, I operate with such urgency for you because I see where it's going. There is no other path if you keep doing what you're doing. Do you have issues related to food and eating and it kind of like decreases your um, ability to function effectively where it's like causing you stress around going out to dinner or you're just obsessing around food? Um, Some of you may like have one way or the other, right? Like um, are obsessing about you're trying to eat healthy or you're so scared. You're so scared about eating unhealthy that you get obsessive around going out and what the food is going to be there, right? Or is it the other way where you only like certain types of food, very often foods that are not going to be good for you. And you're going to a place where you know there's going to be healthy options. And you're like, I'm not going to be able to eat that. Okay. And then here's the last one here. Do you need more and more of the foods that you crave to experience any pleasure or to reduce negative emotions? And if those are kind of pieces of you, there is an addiction there that isn't necessarily mindset. Now we do a lot of work on mindset, but the reason why in the work that we do, we first teach you how to eat, right? Like, and then, and build in our mindset, our body, our, our sustainability skills in within that, because just taking care of the food starts to eliminate so many of those things, so many of those feelings, so many of those negative emotions, so many of those cravings that then we can actually strip those away that were because of food and get to actually where the foundational issues are coming around your mindsets and your inability to sustain something for a long period of time. So if those kind of three things, the first set is, you know, really looking at your true at risk for metabolic disease, diabetes, obesity, heart disease, high cholesterol, and dying an early death due to those things. The second one was really around your levels of toxicity and understanding that you will, if you have any of those symptoms, you will never release inflammatory fat, which is the fat you want to release. That's why you keep stepping on that scale, thinking something's going to happen. If you don't deal with those symptoms, Don't ghost your body. And then if you are addicted to food, yes, you might think it's all around emotion and very likely it is, but there are also pieces of the puzzle you are likely not considering around how to eat, not just healthy, but also correctly in the way that we teach. I always say awareness when you know you can do. If you don't know these things, if you aren't aware, 
you're never going to do something and you're never going to do it urgently. So my goal in this was for you to be able to understand yourself a little bit better, to be able to understand the signs, to be able to understand what your body is saying to you and to stop ghosting it because your body's not going to walk away from you until the very, very end right? Your body's going to keep communicating with you, even if you ghost it, but it is going to end up in a, in a quality of life that you do not want. If you have any sort of goals to be able to be around for your kids, for your grandkids, to be active, to be able to travel, to be able to do the things then and you were able to say yes to any of those pieces that I just brought up, you have to do something about it. And we absolutely can help you to do that. So, uh, hundred percent. We are committed to you. We will put in a link for you to be able to book a call with one of my coaches. Not all of my coaches are available all the time. We kind of rotate and we have, um, a way that we can kind of get you on our schedule, but you've got to be aware of how urgent this is. This isn't about the weight on the scale because here's what happens. Like So many reasons why we, when we use weight on the scale as an indicator of success, it's not only totally inaccurate, but also it doesn't, it's not going, you're not going to lose 30 pounds in a day, right? So it's so easy to be like, ah, I'll just do it tomorrow. Ah, I'll just do it because you're not going to see an immediate change the next day by making a step in the right direction, right? So you don't have that urgency because it doesn't feel like you're going to see that. Well, the urgency will come in when you literally are almost on death's door. And then by then you are so far gone that the amount of progress you can make is related to how far gone you are. If you have these signs, let's work in urgency now so that you can live the life that you want to live. So I hope this was helpful. Again, go back and listen to it if you didn't have a notepad so you could actually see for yourself how many of those symptoms that you actually have that you've been ghosting yourself on. No more ghost in yourself. You love yourself too much. Show that love to yourself. Show up for yourself. Because when you, if you really, really want something different, you got to do something different. And that is what we are all about here. All right, you guys, wherever you are in your journey, there's a place for you at Disruptive Nutrition. Get on our books to get a call with a coach and let us help walk you through.